What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hello, baby. Hello, my love. Uh, so we're not in the same province. We're in the same province, but we just figured out this new thing, this nifty thing, where we can speak to each other on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And I feel very tech savvy now that I have to do my own setup and everything. Yeah, you're starting to learn, which is really cool. I'm learning. So, um, I have a question. Yeah. Sometimes my voice goes up into the yellow. Does that mean I should turn? You should my turn your mic down, down just a little. But yeah, just a smidgen. Yeah. How about right. there? Yeah, yeah, that looks better, Brady. There you go. Great. Sweet. Um, look at you I, learning. This is great. Um, you're, yep. You turn into a, a cute little podcast uh, producer lady. <laughs> uh, a cute little producer podcast lady. I'm doing a lot of like producing work for film right now and it doesn't feel cute at all no it it feels like a grind i feel like producing is a grind it's it's, i feel like there's gravel in my face like i'm grinding my face on the gravel yeah i know you say i know you're saying it's funny because producer is one of those titles that feels really good to say 
Like, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a podcast producer, but it's a title that sometimes really sucks. It's a uh-huh. lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I really appreciate the when I listen to a podcast these days, and it's somebody who has a podcast that's like, um, like highly edited with like, oh yeah, different like clips and all that kind of stuff. Because ours is not that, no, hell but no. it does feel like a lot of work. Yeah, I I can hear my cat. Yeah, that's uh, that's our cat. Just uh, you know, just. Screeching in the background. Going away. Um, so, so listen, uh, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, and uh, uh, so this article is called Extraordinary Sexual Habits and Stories of Royals Throughout History. Okay. Did you hear a word I just said? I just saw, I just watched you snap at the dog the whole yeah. time I read. What did I just say? Royalty throughout history and their weird sexuality things. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty close. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so it it's this website called Ranker, and I guess you can like upvote and downvote. Um, the, Ranker. Yeah, these like the answers to these things. Okay. So they have listed all of these like in quotations weirdest sexual habits from from royalty from back in the day. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna list off a few to you. And you give me your rundown, breakdown on how weird you think it is, okay? All right, that sounds good. This is also um, this is also like their segment called Weird History. So I know that weird sometimes like is a pejorative sort of word used towards people's sexuality, which we're not looking at it that way, all right? We're not using the language that way. No, maybe, definitely not. Well, maybe we are. How about this one? Herod the Great who I have no fucking clue who that is. It's Herod. 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 Herod the Great. There we go. Okay. Herod the Great. He's the one who condemned Jesus to death, I think. Oh, really? Interesting, because he got intimate with his dead wife in honey. What do you mean? What do you mean in honey? Okay, so Herod was a notorious figure in the ancient world, but his problems might have run even deeper than most folks realize. He wasn't actually born a Judean or a royal, but married into the... Hasmonean slash Maccabee dynasty that ruled the area. His wife was called Miriam. Miriam? Miriam? Maria. Miriam? Maria. Maria M N E. Maria Mane. Maria Mane. Anyway, Maria Mane was a beautiful lady, regularly uh, made Herod jealous. So, thanks to some conspiring from his own family, he had her killed. Horrifyingly, though, he couldn't let her go after death. The, the Talmud claims that Herod kept her b- dead body and still made love to it for seven years. And that must have made s- a sticky situation considering Marian, Mariam Inez's body was p- supposedly preserved in honey. What? That is fucking crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Uh- how would your body not decompose? I don't, honey, man, sugar. Sugar's fucking... So he's getting down in there, in the puddle, in the puddle of honey, in, honey the, honey to- in the honey tomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he is making love he's fucking, to a, he's, a dead body that's submerged in honey. He is fucking his dead honey wife. He's honey okay, dicking first, her. He's honey dicking I, her. At first I thought that you were saying his wife's name was Honey. 
but no, it's no, it's Marion Monet. Mar- Mar- <laughs> Monet Monet. Can you look? I can spell it. Marion Monet Monet. Maria, but Maria, but then M N E at the end. Maria Monet. Mar 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 Holy fuck. Mani. Mary Emini. That's what it is. I think that is That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mary Emini. Oh dear. Okay, well that's fucking weird. Okay, so yeah, you'd say out of out of uh out of uh let's give this uh we'll give we'll rate scale this one, of one to ten. Scale of one to ten um decrepit boners. Um, what, what, ten being weird, one it's fucking being eleven decrepit boners. Okay. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's weird. Um, maybe, maybe once. Maybe if you'd only done it once. Yeah. But if you'd been, but he's doing it for seven years. That's that's an eleven. Okay. All right. Seven eleven. All right. Moving on to the next one here, number two. Uh, this one, uh, you're not gonna like this one. Tiberius, you know who Tiberius is? No. Well, we'll find out. There's a whole little write-up of all these people. Tiberius allegedly had young boys fillet him. Classic Roman thing to do, really. Um, the second Roman emperor, Tiberius, was into some pretty awful stuff. Legend has it, he trained a bunch of little boys, his, in quotations, minnows, ugh, to, in quotations, swim between his thighs to nibble and lick him. Eey. He even snatched up, quote, weaned healthy babies, unquote, and let them, quote, suck, unquote, his penis instead of their mother's nipple. Oh, my God. Ew. You, uh, he being by age and nature fond of such perversions. Okay. So, uh, how do you Fond of such virgins? Uh, perversions. Oh, perversions. Perversions, okay. yeah. Uh, at this seaside villa in Capri, he hosted illicit parties to help keep his own libido up. According to Suetonius, I like that name, uh, Tiberius also collected scandalous writings and had sexy frescoes painted on his walls. God, I gotta learn how Mm -hmm. to read these ancient words. Yeah, frescoes, yeah. Also in the gardens. Frescoes. What is that, a drink? What's what's frescoes? As far as I know, it's it's like a painting. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, also in the gardens, he made boys and girls dress up as pan and wild nymphs and get it on. And that's not even counting all of his depravities with adults. Um, okay, well. Okay, I'm going to give that one. I mean, honestly, you're not going to like this, but that's like pretty low on my weird scale. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, especially for that time period, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely don't let babies suck your penis, though. Um, for sure, don't do that. Uh, but it it's not as weird as having sex with your dead wife. Fucking a dead. I mean, like, look, I'm, I hate to say it, but at least babies are alive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Yikes. I. I mean. <laughs> A baby doesn't know any difference. Like, they're not even going to remember that. Oh, okay, all right. I think we need to move on. <laughs> I think we got to move on here. All right, let's uh, let's hit him with one more. Ooh, this one's this one is uh, uh, 
Oh, God. The one below that is awful. This one here is a bit uh, Jerry Springer for back in the day. You ready for this? Okay. Yep. <coughs> All right. Charlemagne. Yep. Oh, I don't know who Charlemagne was, but I, I do know Charlemagne the God, who is the uh, rap enthusiast. But <clears throat> Charlemagne, who was a Holy Roman emperor, may have had relations with his dead wife and his living sister. I think at the same time. So he might be best known for the fir- as the first Holy Roman emperor, but Charlemagne, derived from Carlos Magnus or Charles the Great, may have also been history's most prominent necrophile. Ninth-century legends said that Charlemagne had committed an unspeakable sin that had been to be pardoned directly by God. Oh, God. God God lets you get away with some shit, eh? While the actual sin was a secret, medieval rumors filled the blank with the most unspeakable act imaginable, sleeping with dead people. German chronicles from the 13th and 14th century said that one of his wives had a magic ring that made him love her. When she died, she had it in her mouth. So Charlemagne stayed in love with this deceased spouse and wouldn't let her go. Some have suggested that the, quote, unspeakable sin, unquote, that he committed was the son he deliberately conceived with his sister. Either way, he clearly had some issues. What's the uh, what's the status these days on necrophilia? Is that like what's the alive? S- what's and- the status? <laughs> yeah, is that happening a lot? Oh fuck yeah, dude! <clears throat> yeah. Oh hey. yeah, there's dead people fuckers for sure. There's people with, I have, with you, you don't hear about that very often. You know what you do hear about though? You you hear about uh, people that have the the fantasy of necrophilia, and so what they get their right. their partner to do is like go sit out in the cold for like an hour and then come in and just lay still while they fuck them, their cold body. You hear a lot about that, do you? <clears throat> friend of a friend. Heard <laughs> <laughs> from a friend of a friend. No. 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 No, well, I'm joking. I didn't hear from a friend of a friend. But I mean, I have heard that somewhere. Uh, yeah, I've I, heard that too. Maybe I just made that up. Uh, no. I'm sick. That sounds familiar. I'm thinking to you about like cold showers. I know I'd, I'd, as you started to speak, I was like, yes, I remember laying very still, but I forgot about the cold temperature thing. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I am not going to fulfill anyone's necrophilia fantasies because I do not like being cold. And that's the only reason. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm down to like do some weird shit for my partners, but. Like, That's too weird. Well, so I, weird... I don't. I, also, I just don't like being cold. Like I just don't. I, yeah. And also, can you fuck a dead guy? Like, how do you fuck a dead guy? Hey. Well, you can't fuck a dead Rigamor- guy. No, Mortis. No, Rick and Mortis is not in the pee pee. It could be. What if you just? What if no. you held it up? No, no. This is my thing. This is my thing. What if you just held it straight up while the body got hard? Isn't that what happens? It it. If the arms, if the hands do this, why couldn't the penis stand straight up? Oh, God. Because, no, because rigor mortis is like uh, joints and like, it's like joint issue, isn't it? I don't know. I actually don't know. Did you know? I don't know where I heard this. I don't know where I heard this the other day. But no, but listen to this before you get lost in the internet. Let me, let me, 
I'm I'm, I can hear you typing. I'm listening. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. I recently heard that after people die, you can, they lift, can you see me? Yep. They, this action is something that they, that they do, that the body can like, there's a name for it where the body so, actually So moves. people can't, I can see you, but and people they, can't. The action, cro- hold on, the hold on, body. hold on, hold on, hold on. The action that you are doing <laughs> so people can know <clears throat> is the action of like, um, like classic vampires when they go into their coffin and they cross both of their arms across their chest. Yes, that's, that's a thing that happens. <clears throat> is it really? Is that where that comes from? Yeah, I from? heard that. It, mu- it must be because when I heard that, I was like, that, "That's that's got to be." I feel like um, I may have heard it on stuff you should know when I when they were talking about lethal injection. Oh wow! No way. Okay, <clears throat> I have to go back and listen to that then. Um, <clears throat> um look, I, I got the answer for the penis having rigor mortis. Um. Yeah, no. What? <clears throat> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Wait. Rigor mortis is caused by stiffening of the muscles. There are no muscles in the breasts or the penis. However, during death, blood could rush to the genitals, causing an erection. Erection for all of eternity. While you lay with your arms crossed across your chest. Um... I uh, I so I just tried to to Google yeah basically dead bodies that that cross their arms and I got six creepy things that happen to the human body when you die. So number six is angel lust or dying with an unavoidable boner. Whoa. Yeah. I hope uh, I have a big old boner when I die. That'd be really funny. I like because I you know I've been thinking about the whole <laughs> um, dying like medically assisted assistance in dying um because it's a thing here now in canada and like if that's the way i get to go if i'm if i'm so lucky to have that um you know i want to have like a party and then at the end of the party i just kind of slip off and go do the thing um and how funny would it be if like you were there and and my mom and my dad and becca and everyone was there and then i drink the stuff and i go to sleep and then as i do (laughs) i let out this huge fart and then slowly pop a big boner. Ooh. That would be so funny. I hope you guys would laugh in the tears that you're obviously because you should be crying because I'm dead. But Oh, yeah. You can bet it'll be on my Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus <Okay>. Christ. <laughs> uh, so the, the phenomenon for um, angel lust, uh, the boner, is priapism. Yeah, 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 priapism. That's, uh, okay. that you can also have a priapism. Uh, you, you know what happens... Oftentimes, when you get a, a back injury, when you break your back or your neck, you get a priapism. Oh. Yep. Happens to the clitoris, too, apparently. Oh, whoa, um, really? Yeah, it's called the clitorism. Um, that sounds like yeah. a really scary movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, if you found yourself on the wrong side of the law back in the day when they hung you, you, sh- you, uh, you sh- had a pretty good chance of accidentally showing everybody your one-eyed wonder weasel. <laughs> I um, okay. hope I never meet anyone who actually calls their penis a one-eyed wonder wonder weasel. weasel. Uh, um, number five, your flesh can turn into soap or wax. Okay, yeah, that's super fucking gnarly. 
Let's uh, let's um, let's give that up. We actually got a message from okay. someone the other day on Instagram, and she was like, "This is a this is an official cease and desist. Can you stop talking about Mrs. and Jemmy's posts on your podcast? It's I <laughs> honestly want to throw up." <laughs> your casket can explode, babe. Especially if it's a fancy one. No, yeah, well, um, <laughs> no, but someone needs to know that this can be a thing because they could be at a wake one day and the casket could explode, <coughs> and they could think that they're under attack by some sort of terrorist. But no, no, that's just something that happens. Yo, sometimes. do me a favor, send this link to me because this would be good content for a sick boy host episode. Um, okay. Dead people sometimes move their arms to make the Lazarus sign. Lazarus. Oh, that, okay. So that's so the that, crossed that's arms. So that's arms crossed. Yeah. Right. It's an involuntary reflex. Uh, wow. Man. That some people do in their final moments or after their final moments. What fuckery? Eh? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, oh, and I won't tell. I won't tell you the last one at all. No, don't. Yeah, save it. Save it. No. S- send me that article. I want to. I want to use it. Hey, it's fucked. Hey, I can't even. It's the worst thing that I've heard all in my whole life. <laughs> the last thing. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, okay. Let's. Uh, let's. You know what? Let's not do a brain. I know we've got a few brain boners, but let's not do one this week. We'll save it for all next right. week. But uh, mm-hmm. in the in the meantime, let's use this time to tell people. If you have a question about a boner, <laughs> I was oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was. If you have, I was throwing it to you. <laughs> oh, about what? What are you throwing to me? I was just. I, I hate this game. Uh, it, it's harder when we're not <laughs> in the same room. Well, I was just. I was letting you kind of just explain brain boners to people. <laughs> if you do have a question that you'd like us to take a stab a rooney at, um, clearly we're very qualified to answer all of your uh, most challenging love relationship questions. Especially if it has um, to do with necrophilia just... or, you know, anything like anything to do with that. <laughs> we'll sort. find something on the Internet. Yeah, we'll find something. Um, actually, somebody asked me a question the other day and I was like, before I respond to that, I'm going to go see if I can find reference to anyone else having answered this question at all, specifically Dan Savage. But um, I won't do that with your question. I'll answer it truly from my own heart and my own mind. And you can email it to us at termionpodcast at gmail.com. Sweet. Yeah. Um, we love your questions. And every time someone sends one in, uh, we read every single one of them. Uh, some of them don't make it to the, sh- to the show, but a lot of them do. And, uh, and we really, we're really grateful for, for just how engaging this whole community is. So um, feel free to fire off a message and give us your questions. Yeah, and just be sure to let us know if you want us to keep your name anonymous or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you don't let us know, then we're going to assume that we can. Um, all right, let's throw it to this week's episode. Brad, I think you should throw it to this week's episode because it's such a I'm special pre- one. Yeah, it's actually another bucket list episodes, and I wasn't sure if or when we were ever going to get to it, but I'm very excited to present this week's uh, guest. Um, her name is Sophia, and she is my niece. This is the first time we've had a minor on the show. I know, I know. It's kind of kind of scary going into it, eh? It's a bit, but, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, but it turned out pretty cool, I think. Oh my god, are you kidding me? This is one of my favorite episodes to date, and I mean that. Uh, Yeah, it makes makes me 
feel a little bit more hopeful about the future of the world. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys love it as much as we did. And uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you on the other side. See you soon. Sound? That's what he sounds really like. It's really gross. Yeah, it's it's really disgusting. Yeah. Um, well, this will be interesting, this conversation here. It will. I feel, <laughs> I feel, I'm not going to lie, I feel a bit weird about it. Yeah. First of all. You feel weird about it? Yeah. Mostly because. Should I be doing this interview by myself? I'm your niece? Well, A, it's the first time we've had a minor on the show. That's true. Yeah. And B, well, uh, yeah, no, this is the first time for sure. And then B, you're my niece. Yeah. Um, but we also had your mom on the show. It's not illegal to talk to a minor about sex, is it? I know that. No, I know. So many Google it. <laughs> no, I just Googled. I was like, what should I ask a 16-year-old about sex? And uh, the headlines were really funny. They were like, uh, parents are terrified by the idea of their 16-year-olds having sex. And I'm like, well, not all parents. Yeah. And he, and, and that that was the thing I was just going to say was like, when I was your age, so I was, uh, I was definitely like sexually active. I had a girlfriend. I was not. And we made fuck so i got walked in on i i got walked in on no getting Have a, you ever been getting a blow job ah. <laughs> so i guess we'll start with that question yeah. oh. have you ever been walked in on have i ever been walked in on no no really no 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 parent like your mom your no one your dad never no, walked in. no there's no, no have you ever home. walked in on a parent um well my live my room was right underneath mama and papa's room right and i like to stay up late sometimes and i've this is why i've actually started going to sleep early this is actually (laughs) one of the reasons (laughs) and now i'm just get to sleep get fast asleep as quick as possible god it's getting late fuck i gotta get to sleep (laughs) jesus christ where's the gravel (laughs) no yeah no i go to sleep at like eight every single night and that's the reason why I started. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That's actually <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, because it's pretty scarring. Yeah. I, I at know. least it was for me. I heard my I heard my parents uh, making making fuck one time, but I was really young. Yeah. And you it was cried. like, oh, I cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was maybe six or yeah. so. It's such an intense, non-child-friendly th- sound. Like you know, you're. It's it like is. you're like. It's not the sound of someone being hurt. But it is also but the that's sound. how it feels. Yeah. yeah, it feels intense. I don't know. It's not like the actual sound that bothered me. It was more of the moaning that bothered me. Well, that's the sound. Yeah, that's the sound I'm talking about. Oh, like, I'm talking about the actual like sound, but like the physical, the yeah, physical like, like smacking sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's also fucking gross. <laughs> but you're not. I think you're rarely gonna be able to hear that like through walls. But moaning travels. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's a sound that cuts right through wood. Mm-hmm. Can cut through concrete for Christ's sakes. Well, my family is a very sex positive family. That's true. But my dad has had a lot of girlfriends, so mm-hmm. I definitely knew what sex was at a young age when his girlfriends would like pull him into a room while I'm like there, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You got that. You, you do come from a very unique family. Yeah, I gotta say. Um, so, well, h- hold on. We, right. we, we're a little bit. We're like ten steps ahead of ourselves here. Why don't you introduce? Yeah. 
who the fuck we're talking to because oh, yeah. I don't think everyone doesn't everyone isn't on the same page as us right well, now. Well, anybody who's been listening to the show for a while knows that I have uh, we have an episode with my sister. Um, and uh, today we're speaking with my sister's oldest daughter, Sophia. And um, and finally, we got permission to talk with you about this <laughs> subject. And I'm just really fucking curious about it because I was 16 a long time ago. Finally, hold on, just before you go there. Finally, we got permission. Have you been asking and, and getting... Well, no, I haven't been asking. I haven't been like, when can I? But I just figured it would it wasn't like totally open season yet to talk to you about this right. on the microphone. Yeah. And then I was like, even I had even said to Jeremy, like maybe we could just record it and not release it. Just like have mm-hmm. it for you for like when 20 I'm in my years 30s. from now. Yeah. And you could be like, Oh my God. When I was 16. I was great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but does your dad, does your dad know you're recording with us? He'll know when we release. It. <laughs> oh my God, Bill! I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, Dara's like I don't know. My sister is just like she's always been really. Even when I was in like junior high, she was mm-hmm. like, there are a couple of things that she said to me that really stood out, and one of them was, um, once you start giving your, <laughs> once you start giving blowjobs, let me know. I'm really good at them, um, mm. and I'll give you some lessons, like some she gave me lessons, some too. feedback. Yeah, she and, did. You're, yeah, she did. Tara gave you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then and then the other one was cool uh, mom. she was like right? if you ever get pregnant just know that you have a choice and yeah. you can always tell me yeah. and That's there's great. no judgment and that those were like two really key things yeah. that no one was telling me about sex when I was growing up but I remember one thing that she said about you and um raising kids is like I have daughters they're gonna have sex mm-hmm. I want them to be great at it yeah I want them to enjoy it she's like no daughter of mine is gonna have a reputation for being bad in bed <laughs> and I was like don't worry well <laughs> honestly like that. don't worry about it what part I know you're like so uncomfortable right now Jeremy but I'm not no 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 don't put that on me I'm okay. not I'm not so uncomfortable right now I actually am I'm I've already warmed up to it. <laughs> it all it took was for... You asked me if I ever got walked in on? Uh, no. It, you said something else that I went, oh, this is going to be great, actually. Uh, you said something really funny right, the, right, at the, right at the top. And I was like, oh, fuck it. This would be great. Uh, well, the other day, uh, my boyfriend was here and um, we were hanging out and you and your girlfriends were in your room and you're chatting and like totally talking. And he was like, what's what's it mean when with what's that term mean and i was like i have no idea what was the term k's 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 the amount of people that you've slept with oh your kill count yeah your kill count your kills. k's or kills yeah yeah i had no idea i'm fucking hip man I, i'm down with that shit i'm like I what else up. don't so i young. know yeah, what other so slang do i not know <laughs> so young and hip uh k's yeah so you guys were talking about that the, the other yeah. day yeah just because um i don't know if i want to know your k's no yeah, I, no I, but tell tell us why you were talking about that because I feel like it's a good it's, it's a good thing to touch on. It's really on. funny. Um, this guy that my friend that my best friend's talking to, it's like Sophia whore, uh, and she just goes yeah with her, and then my very little amount of K's <laughs> going yeah oh yeah with all of the people that she's had oh of course hundred yeah. percent. How many like, people have you slept with? Five. At sixteen years old, five people. That's like uh, you're getting slushy. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm I'm impressed. I w- I was not nearly there. When I didn't I was have 16. sex last. I was eighteen. Yeah, yeah, you were well, a little bit, little bit of a late bloomer. I was, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? Everyone co- finds their time. Everyone mm-hmm. comes into it when they do. And some people, some people have sex with a lot of people. Some people have sex with just one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't. 
that doesn't those it, it doesn't mean anything. Number the numbers don't mean anything. But it's funny that we yeah. put meaning to it. To yeah, numbers. Oh, true. I remember telling someone uh later in life how many people I had slept with and them feeling really insecure about it. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, what does it have to do with you? Well, no, we've heard time and time again over this podcast that like it doesn't fucking matter. No. It doesn't matter how many people and it doesn't matter when you start. I mean, you know, we mm-hmm. we just recently had this amazing conversation with this woman who lost her virginity in her 30s. Wow. Yeah. And she so if yeah. you heard that, she's now in her 40s. She just yeah. lost, she like freshly lost her virginity like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You would think that she's probably a little not hesitant. A little going hesitant at it, not so, pro- oh, she is just living Making her like. Making up for lost time. She's living her sex. She is so sexually free and like. It's and amazing. And it is amazing. Curious it's really cool. And like, yeah. 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 Having so adventures. So you just kind of, ru- you're not rushing into it, but you just kind of slipped into it a little earlier than some. No, it's like. I don't know. I lost my virginity when I was 13. Um, I dated him for a year and a half. And then after that, it was just people that I was dating. Yeah. Okay. And I've only ever been with them. I've never had like are a, you a serial stand. Are you a serial dater? What does that mean? Do you go from like uh, a relationship monogamous. to relationship? Relationship to relationship. Um, there is like a six month break usually between relationships, but I don't like being alone. Right. I don't know. I like being dependent. I'm not dependent over someone per se, but just like, just like having someone to talk to. Like the companionship? Yeah, companionship. A regular yeah. companionship. So you're, you're 16 though. So like, do you, like, what's the, <clears throat> okay. So like when I was 16, mm-hmm. it was, it was like MSN, ICQ. And like, that's those how we talk to people. Those are messaging. Th- that would be like Instagram Messenger or Snapchat okay. or. Yeah. But it was yeah. only messaging. And that's the only thing that was the platform. It was just like basically pen pals through okay. the internet. Yeah. And that's how we would like talk with friends and like hit and like meet new friends and yada, yada, whatever. And so, so I'm wondering because the world of dating has changed so much, especially online access to online um, social media platforms. Like everything, everything is just blown up since I was a kid. Yeah. So do you, are you like, are 16 year olds using things like Tinder or like is mostly um, your, as a joke. Right. None of, no one that I know that has Tinder would ever actually go and meet somebody or sleep with somebody from Tinder. It's just kind of like, a, like so you can see what people say to you and then say funny things back. Like, for example, somebody, um, like I had it for like a week just as like a joke just to see, um, I don't know, I was bored. And someone messaged me and they were like, no way, you're actually 16. You're way too pretty. But they spelled so many words wrong. And I was like, no way, you're 19. And actually, spe- I can actually spell this many words wrong. And then it was, I don't know. Right. Like so like it's really jokes. like, a, I feel like that's what MSN was in a way. Like mm-hmm. it, it was like flirting with the idea that like mm-hmm. we were doing something kind of do taboo, you, but not really. Do you guys still ask ASL? Age, sex, location? No, because it, there's a photo. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. ASL. And that, it was like. ASL question mark? Yeah. Is a, that like on Omegle? Slash on S what? slash Omegle? L. What's Omegle, Omegle is this video chat thing online that 13-year-olds go on on sleepovers. and No. That's how I f- saw my first penis was on Omegle. Oh. I was, yeah, I was at a sleepover when I was 11. Is it kind of like chat roulette? Yeah. Okay, same yeah. idea. Right. Yeah, I was at a sleepover when I was 11. <laughs> we just finished watching Hannah Montana, ordered a pizza, decided, let's go on Omegle. We did. Well, on there for five minutes and we just clicked on Sounds like a great time to see a dick. <laughs> Belly full of pizza, mind full of Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I can see right now is a real weird looking dick. Unkempt. <laughs> you bad have lighting. No idea. Like you, you'll be on there, and someone's face will be on, and it'll just be face, and yeah. then they'll just stand up, and it'll just be penis. No, I have an idea. I've I've fucked with chat roulette a a fair amount in my mm-hmm. day. I I I th- thought it was the funniest fucking so invention funny. in the world. So funny. You but know what it is, right? Chat yeah, roulette? I know yeah. what chat roulette is. Yeah, I've never seen like a nice. What is a nice penis? Though? I've never seen like a nice one. Well, you know what I mean, it's usually just like a lot of. I've seen a handful. Then, like a little tiny little thing just poking out. Of I know. I've Sometimes they nice wear ones. a coat. Yeah. Sometimes we, they don't. We well, saw, that makes it mysterious. <laughs> yeah. We saw a nice one the other day that was just full oh. of piercings. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. That's new. Have you? You've never Not seen a, one. I've never piercings? seen any genital piercings in my life. Really? No. no. Okay. It wasn't in person. It was. It was a it picture. Was yeah, I was about to ask. No. No. Yeah, here, that's part of the podcast. We just invite <laughs> parades of penises around sometimes. Um, Although I'll tell you right now, we have we have been sent some pretty uh, risque photos. Oh yeah. Some of Not which can, many male. Uh no, but there was a couple that were. I was like, whoa, that's a that's a dick. <laughs> that is a dick inside a Do you get a lot of dick something. pics like unsolicited dick pics these days? Is that a thing? Um yes. Yeah. How do you Very ha- unwanted. How do you handle that? Um you either just be like, "Whoa, man. What are you doing?" Yeah. Like, "Hey, is everything okay?" <laughs> you know, it's like or you just I just block them. Okay. I don't even message them back. Cuz you have a lot of like followers on your Instagram and yeah. like I just like you guys introduced me to something the other day that I'd never heard of before. This idea of a spam account. Oh, a spam account. A second Instagram account where you, um, where a few of your friends follow you. I have like a hundred followers on it. It's just like a lot of people that I actually know. Like no one can follow it unless I let them. And um, you just post like 10 things a day of like memes or double chin pictures or like random. You know what I mean? Just, like, your standard right. posts. But then sure. your, uh, yeah. your actual public Instagram is like, like your glam photos, like, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you have a spam account, Jeremy? Absolutely not. No, this no? is actually, this is kind of news to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not really surprised at all. What, like, it's so funny. Like, I, I, you know, that thing where people get, people get older as we do. And I heard it when I was a kid. You heard it when you were a kid. And. Don't and, talk to strangers. No, no, no. <laughs> it, where old people are like, I don't fucking get you kids. I don't yeah. get what, I don't get what you youngsters are up to the MSN the ICQs I don't get it. ASL stop asking each other those things that's so weird I don't get you <laughs> fucking kids anything that I hear that like young people people way younger than me are up to these days I'm kind of like nice. yeah makes sense I mean I probably would have been doing that too if I was mm-hmm. that age and these were the things I was afforded to you know yeah. play with and and use and explore so it doesn't really surprise me or shock me yeah. I get it because cause I look at the way that you use social media, and specifically I say you as in like you, Soph. Yeah. And your Instagram, and I see I see it for, you know, th- let's say your pr- public profile, it's like, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. tell me to, you know, tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm not, <laughs> okay. if I'm not saying it, if I'm speaking out of turn, but yeah. I I feel like you use that and your your peers and the people that you spend a lot of time with use mm-hmm. those accounts to to receive the 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 like base primal pleasures of being told like getting those likes it's all about mm-hmm. getting the likes like that is that and that sets off this like 
chain reaction in your brain where it's like, that yeah. feels good. Yeah. So I will do the next thing that makes sense to get those likes so I can have the same feelings that I just got from posting this one thing. Yeah. And it's become so much about that where it's like, okay, well, that's only what this account, account is about because if I want to put anything on there that's like, Funny. Anything offside or funny or maybe even just like a little bit kind of like ugly or weird yeah. or not that one that doesn't fit that particular mold that I know is going to get the doesn't likes. It's like the theme of my Instagram. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. so then, okay, well now I'll start this like other account. Yeah. And do it this way, which I find fucking fascinating. Yeah. You know, but I get it too. Well, like, like a lot of, um, when I started getting just like a little bit more followers than I used to have, um, I started noticing that people actually start noticing you. Like I got, I'm an ambassador for a watch company, you know, like I like model agencies sometimes message me. And so like now it's also something for business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped posting. Like I have a picture that I used to have a picture of me like flipping off a mirror and I just deleted that. I delete like a lot of my more risque photos just because I want to seem professional. So now it's more for business. Yeah. I noticed that you curate your page. Like you take down photos that you yeah. had previously put up and mm-hmm. That's really interesting to me because to me it's like that's, that's a also, memory a memory page. That you is know? a young person's thing too. I've noticed. We're yeah. just yeah. like I will never have more than forty photos. No, you know, it's not like, about the amount of photos. It's just like sometimes you want to switch up your theme. Like if you have a filter that you like, some like most of my photos have the exact same filter. Yeah. So sometimes a photo won't really look good on. I want to look organized. It won't yeah. aesthetically match like yeah. what's exactly. been happening. Right? Yeah. Like a gallery collection or something. Yeah. yeah. Like a body of work. So I know, because I know your mom, Mm -hmm. I also know that she's as cool and open and like as she is, she's also, she's also struggled to, um, not struggled. She's also been navigating like, how do I teach my daughter about like healthy sexuality and freedom of expression and love her body, but also (laughs) make her aware that there's like, there's like creepy shit out there yeah. and like if and yeah. some people are going to fucking slut shame you or mm. stalk you or yeah, I've whatever. Yeah, I've had stalkers before. Um, just recently this guy added me and a bunch of girls in a group chat on Instagram and just spammed us with a with dick pics and um, he literally like, he literally put it inside of a empty toilet paper roll and it like didn't even stick out and he was like make fun of me and it was like a kink form and we just blocked him but then me and the girls became friends so wow yeah oh it was you, a bunch of random people yeah it's a bunch of random people that i had no idea who they were wow and he wanted so you to shame them yeah he so wanted, he wanted yeah. you to like like be a dominatrix kind of thing yeah i guess so but um no i have that's friends. so interesting yeah. i've never heard about that before that that's a re- you know what i'm just thinking I, a awful don't do that don't send unsolicited dick pics yeah anybody who's listening to this please don't do yeah that. don't do it but if you are really into being like just walked all over and yeah. and there humiliated are for that, that's, Humiliatrix. well, there, there absolutely yeah. are websites it's for that. Thing. But also, that's a really that's a really quick way of getting it done because I'm sure he does that a lot, and I'm, and I'm sure, sure a lot of people are happy are like, like okay. absolutely yeah, absolutely. I'm going to make fun of your little yeah. like toilet, toilet paper, paper rolled. Dick. <laughs> I just I just hated it with everything in me, yeah. and um, and so we blocked him. But the group chat was still there. So we just now we send memes to the group chat and we talk on the group chat. And um, whenever one of us says that we're like talks about boys and say that we're talking to somebody like, no, you can't cheat on this on this guy. Like, right. like the guy that's presenting this, the pictures. Where you're oh, you're oh. all this him. guy's Paper. boyfriend, but he's not a girlfriend, but he's not really in the picture anymore. Yeah, that's like, hilarious. Yeah. 
TB so roll dick has a bunch of Instagram girlfriends he doesn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bonded together from one. From the hip. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, one thing I really love about that is um, I feel like it's really heartening for me to watch you with your friends because you have like a really strong group of girlfriends mm-hmm. and I feel like as a parent that would be one of my big concerns knowing like the societal pressures of today mm-hmm. and teenagers and like the things you can get up to and the things you have access to I'd be like but do they have a strong group of friends that are yeah. like fueling and feeding another part of their uh I don't know identity because our yeah. identity is so much based on like who we hang out with you know yeah like my friends they're great and whenever someone tells them how many people they've had sex with they are like that's that's great go them like if it's like if it's just higher they're like that's amazing like that's great they're living their life you know they're doing whatever they want and they're super supportive and they're super smart and they go to school every day they're, they have goals and don't do drugs kids them. don't do drugs <laughs> Pugs not drugs. <laughs> pugs not drugs. <laughs> yeah, pugs it. not drugs. Has it? Has it? Have you always had that a strong group of friends? Um, I think I just recently got a really strong group of friends. I could easily say that I have four best friends of all time. Like Jamie, Emma, Sarah, and Isabella are my four best friends in the world, and they're not friends with each other, but except for Sarah and Isabella because they're sisters. Yeah. But um. But I think in middle school, in grade 9 and grade 10, even maybe grade 11, everybody just only cared about themselves and just wanted themselves to look bigger or they want people to be scared of them or something. I don't know. That's just from my experience just because when I was in school, um, there was like these girls and you'd think that they were your friends and then they would just go and just tell everybody your secrets out of nowhere. You guys would be, I don't know. I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's unique to your experience. I think that, yeah. you know, that, that I think. Junior high girls. Mm-hmm. I think that's school. just that age. Mm-hmm. You know, junior high, early high school is, is mm-hmm. just a really sh- shitty time for a lot of people socially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think back to my time in high school and I, I loved my time in high school, mm-hmm. but also I'm not, I'm not, uh, blind to the fact that there's a lot of like really just backstabby oh, yeah. sort of shitty things that people do to each other and in, in, now at that time not, now it's not so bad even last year it wasn't even bad either but you just really have to be aware of who you surround yourself with because people grow out of it but some people don't that's right that's a really yeah. good point yeah and i think just for some context for the people who are listening like you are in your last year of high school here and mm-hmm. like the smallest place ever prince mm-hmm. edward island but you've been in high school in Toronto. You went to elementary school in Los Angeles. And like, middle school in Los Angeles. And too. Los Angeles, too. Like, you've been in big cities and yeah. small towns. And and I also went to school in Salt Spring, which is... Even sm- smaller than smaller here. Smaller than here, yeah. Yeah. So you've been exposed to, like, a lot of different... Uh, dem- what's the right word for that? A lot of different environments. I mean, like Mm -hmm. the, you know, the social environment and the social climate here is extremely different than what it would be in L.A. And L.A. would be extremely different from Toronto. And all those places are so vastly different, you know, in the way that people are are raised and, and, you know, like the common family belief and 
demographic and religion and and all that kind of stuff so yeah do you find like do you find pei to be a little more backwards than everywhere else um people here they're actually really nice Mm -hmm. like super nice and yeah they gossip but they don't in a sense where they don't lie about things and they don't like share your secrets if you have close friends I i don't know every every place is very similar that I've lived in. There are still mean girls. There are still a group of friends that you click with. And I don't know. I haven't really... I haven't been here long enough to really figure everything out. Yeah. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Coming back to the kind of like you're 16, mm-hmm. we're 30s. Um, we're, how, we're 30s. We're 30s. We're 30s. I was gonna say we're 30, but I'm like, well, Brad is 34. <laughs> we're in our 30s. Um, I, I'm really like fascinated and a half. in no. Okay, come on. Now. <laughs> uh, I'm fascinated in knowing about the the differences in like in how sexuality and and sex is approached uh, between mm. like your generation and my generation. Mm. Um, when I was growing up. My my God, Big B, can you just hey, just shut shut the fuck up for a minute? He's uncomfortable in this conversation. Come over here. He's known me. Come hang out for my whole life. Exactly. Um, He's uncomfortable. Come lay down. What What's the like? When I was growing up, my sexual education Mm -hmm. was two things: Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom sitting me down reading a book to me Hmm. that was. devastatingly embarrassing <laughs> and uh I, remember, I all i remember was a picture of two really shittily drawn humans a woman and a man and they had giant bushes that's all i remember bushes you can't sing in those kind of books they are yeah they are mm-hmm. um and then not a fan porn porn that was ah, it so yeah. i i i was the i got internet when i was younger and i remember when we got internet Porn just started to become... Do you like that word, porn? Millie, Millie. likes porn. Oh, Millie. Um, 
<laughs> it was it was like this so thing much. that I would watch or look at through magazines and be yeah. like, oh that oh okay, that's what sex is. That's what people yeah. do to have sex. And I I don't think that that was a great way of being introduced to yeah sex. Um, and I found my way just mm-hmm. through experience and mm-hmm. and like open dialogue, open conversation with yeah, like friends learned. and partners. Um, but what's learned. what does it look like for you guys? Like, what's your? Do you guys have like a pretty good um, sexual education? Yeah, well, there was sex ed, you know. But in when I was uh, learning about sex ed in LA, cause that's when I learned. <coughs> it was just more about um, they put the girls and the guys in separate rooms. You know, they um, just told us about what a vagina is and like how it works. They didn't really tell us about sex. They just always said to use condoms, but they didn't really tell us about it. So came home with my mom. Um, and when I went to BC, I saw a Karma Sutra in, did I say that right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. In the library in our house. And, you know, in Salisbury, the library that we have. Yeah. Yep. Um, and... I looked at it because I had no idea what it was. She didn't like show it to me or anything. I just found it one day and I was looking at it and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, what? Some funky positions in there. <laughs> no, not even just that. There was naked people and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's pictures of naked people in a book. I'm so confused. I can just see your eyes not blinking wide as the moon, just like flipping through the pages the way that you always have looked as a kid when you're like taking in <laughs> when we were looking at Shaun of the dead of people <laughs> ripping out intestines out oh, yeah my favorite part. yeah i like to retell you that story every now and then um so you got the you saw oh, the co- oh my bub little bub puppy so cute right now um so you saw the kama sutra mm-hmm. and then you went to your mom and you were like hey they told us about condoms and vaginas but what's the kama sutra about did she tell you um, it was basically just like a more beautiful way to have sex, mm. I guess. So you or make love, I guess. Make love. In what way? Uh, break that down for me a little bit. Well, because porn, um, from what like I've seen, it's basically just like super like hardcore and like either the girl or the guy's dominant or like I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like what I don't know. But with the karma sutra, I think it was just less like hard and just more like beautiful mm-hmm. and it was more like an instruction manual to make love instead of just like having sex like i feel like you would read a karma sutra with your longtime boyfriend or like even your husband or just your partner or whatever i love that i love that that's what you took from that because i think the karma sutra is, uh, is is like uh has has a lot to do with a lot of things that aren't aren't directed directly towards sex. Yeah. But I love that that's how you, what you saw, that's how your mind kind of skewed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really like, that's in it, in and of itself is really beautiful. I don't think you would take a karma sutra to a bar and they have it in your purse and then go home with your like person for the night and just be like, let's read this and see what, not what necessarily a one night stand activity. No. no, but you know what? If I, if I went on a date tonight and, and that happened and she was like, let's go through this book. I'd be like, yeah, let's see where this goes. This this sounds really interesting. I'm pretty sure that's, but that's a date that you would just never forget for that specific reason. Yeah, you never would. But but yeah, maybe also you'd never forget it because the sex after would be amazing. You, after you go through mm. it, the sex is like mind just, blowing. Yeah, universally an orgasm that lasts like 
nine years. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say months, but I was like, <laughs> no. Nope. Fuck it. Step it up and <laughs> I just yeah. keep on saying the same thing at the same time. <laughs> years. No. Related. I do think that's really beautiful. I think that's, I mean, like what a, what a, what a gift. I mean, you, you might not see this now, Soph, but mm-hmm. in when you're my age, like, you know, 15, 16 years from now, to look back on that memory or that that thought of like mm-hmm. of coming across what it means to have sex and and seeing it in that way i think that that is very like that's very beautiful it's very special i think yeah yeah i also just wanted to add in something that i was thinking about when we were talking earlier was that you know i have friends that are my age even like a year younger than me that have had sex with like nine people 12 people 22 people or like even in their 30s and um like they're super private about their life and like nobody says anything about them you know what i mean but for some reason when you're more open with your sex life and you talk about it more people just assume that you have sex with more people they do it's weird interesting i mean hosting this podcast people Mm -hmm. would assume that i've had sex with like thousands of people well (laughs) but i think people do assume that like i i think both of us have like a way more varied sex life I, i have a pretty i would say i have a pretty like um tame conservative yeah. sex life I in terms of numbers vanilla sex life like we talked you know i i thought you know in talking to people about kinks and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i might find something really exciting yeah. in myself but no i'm pretty vanilla you just found out that I'm you're really pretty, not pretty, into pretty, much pretty, yeah. Yeah, yeah i've I don't know if this is weird for you, so if you want to plug your ears, you totally can. I'm not going to plug my (laughs) fucking ears, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, no, I've never found myself to ever in any way be a kinky person. Mm. I've never like some, like even someone just like said something as like a joke, like in class, they were just like talking about it, like middle school boys talking about sex. I don't know. And they would say something and I'd be like, "Mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 but the girl being dominant, I'm like, "Mm, No. That might change. Not for me. That yeah, just might that know. just might naturally you're you're so young. You are so Oh my young. god, you cannot go down that line, Jeremy, because honestly, you cannot do that. You do can't what? Say, say that. you're so young? Nah, you can't. Oh because, fuck you. What do you mean? Because it's the same response that women or any probably anybody gets, but often women will hear that in response to I this has nothing to do with sex. Uh, sex as in gender. This is, no, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking about. They'd be like, oh, yeah. I just never thought I'd ever have kids." And and someone will always say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah so that young. could change." Yeah, totally. But I, <laughs> I think when it comes to kink, look with kids like that. I think when it comes to to exploring your sexuality, I think that can change very, very easily. Yeah. It, to me, it's it. Okay, so you don't know what you don't know until someone someone makes you know it. And also, you can get bored of a certain thing. So, like, when I started masturbating... God damn right you can. I would be, like, masturbating to, like, the same sort of ideas over and over and over again. And then, eventually, they didn't work for me anymore. And then, as I you started masturbate to... to ideas? Yeah, well, I don't masturbate to porn. Sometimes I do to, like, literature, if mm-hmm. I'm reading. I have masturbated to porn, but I didn't start out that way. It would always be, like, scenarios in my head. I'd be mm-hmm. imagining things, like, happening to me, um, which... It's, I don't know. It seems rare. Like everybody I talk to is like, well, no, I masturbate to my vibrator or like porn or whatever. But I like, no, I like play out scenes in my head that I'm a part of and whatever. But, but anyhow, as I've gotten older and I've had more sexual experience and I've drawn on particular 
uh, um, like stories for a bit and then they kind of wear off. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, where did this story right. come from? So this is exactly yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. It can't evolve. Right? And sure. let's let's think about past guests. Right. Uh, Chelsea being one. Someone who She's a- who had no idea that she was into into feet until mm-hmm. someone her one of her partners becomes totally obsessed with her feet, worshiping her feet like crazy. And it, so he had a full on foot, foot fetish. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't until he be, like donned his foot fetish onto her that she realized how much she she's into having her feet. In, Worshipped. That's right. So she's mm. got her own foot fetish, but she wants it to be worshipped, right? Yeah. You don't know what you That's don't know true. until someone brings it up. I, I had if a you were, that a foot fetish. If I was 16 years old yeah. and someone yeah. told me that I'd be into some of the things that I'm into, into today, I would be like, you are crazy. There's right. no there's no way, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't mean it like as in like, oh, you're young. You'll, f- like, You'll you, find out what you, your kink you is. You haven't found it out yet. I just mean... <laughs> you you are young it's and an you are new yeah. you are new to the experience of sex you are relatively new to the experience of sex and that's, the that's experience fair. of sexuality has the ability to evolve no matter how old you are yeah well, it's it, all literally all gets better from here except for the occasional time when it's probably not that great but yeah <laughs> you know yeah right you're going to build on your body of knowledge like in my generation for some re- like not for some reason but in my generation like for me being my age and with the amount of people that I've had sex with I'm actually like very low compared to like everyone else mm-hmm. in terms of like, like your level amount. of sexual activity like yeah the amount of people like your kill count yeah my yeah my kill count my your case. case so and people are like really like i've i've heard so many things like it must be true since someone you don't know told me and i'm like oh yes <laughs> since someone you oh. don't know <laughs> oh yes i didn't know that, that happened but it must have happened since this person knows everything about me <laughs> and they were there they were in the room apparently too so i love i'm just that. Kidding. i'm just kidding about that one but obviously right. if they know about it like they were there like i yeah. thought i saw you sophie told me this story you. the other night about uh being slut shamed and uh she by being slut shamed by this guy and then her turning it around and being like yeah now i'm pregnant with your baby uh, <laughs> no that's not that's a good no, one no, no no that's not exactly what happened though basically um the first week that I was here, someone made up a rumor that I had sex with somebody. Didn't happen, obviously. But this girl was like, no, like, I'm positive that it happened. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I thought I saw you there. You were in the room, right? And then um, whenever <laughs> me and my friends, like, now we just joke about it because everyone knows it's not true. But everyone just jokes about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm also like, I'm pregnant with this love child. Like, it's like, <laughs> nine I mean, months from now, you're going to be like, delivering that baby. <laughs> that is really funny. It's been nine months. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's really funny. We just joke about it all the time, and like, um, people will ask me my people just like to talk about it. People are like, yeah, how many people have you slept with? I don't know how many people have you slept with? Talk about it. It's kind of like a party. It's like an icebreaker now, but like people don't judge anybody anymore. But they're like, no, you don't. That's not true. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you caught me. Was that a big thing for you guys growing up? Like uh, that your your kill count? Although you guys probably call it something else. No, because none of my friends were having sex in high school. Why does right. it matter, though? Like, it doesn't. Why? It doesn't. But I think people, when they people try to find some sort of common yeah. ground to talk about, and that might just be what it is but for like, your generation. Not even right just now. that. It's like some people just won't be friends with some people for the amount of people that they've had sex with. They've had sex with a lot of people. That it's like, oh, like they're a whore. I don't even want to look at them. I don't even want to talk to them. But like why they might feel threatened yeah I, you know i don't know it's it probably all t- just ties back into the some sort of 
psychological effect that like groupthink has surrounding this topic or this experience that is clearly becoming new mm-hmm. for everybody that is within this certain social group. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that like you're kind of not supposed to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but, like, why? but but you're all being introduced to it sort of around the same time. Like it, it you yeah. know, when everybody once everybody turns 13, 14, those hormones start running running rampant. It And it, you have so many conflicting messages mm-hmm. about it coming from left, your parents, right and center all your over. Church your yeah. social circle, yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever, sure. you know. So it's it's going to have this effect in how we approach it or how we think about it or how we talk about it. And I think that's just one of those... Because the, the whole, like, kill count thing, Yeah, that was a conversation that we were all having as as guys when I was growing up with mm-hmm. the guys that I surrounded myself with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think it's just kind of part of the process. Yeah. But where it, where it, it gets a little shitty is, like, how people react. Yeah. Surrounding the, that number or surrounding whatever, you know. And I don't think it honestly matters. Like, even <laughs> though I've had, like, if I haven't had sex with a lot of people, I've had sex, like, a lot. Because I've dated these people for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, some people have had sex way less times than me. Like, they've had sex probably the same amount of times that they've, like, the same amount of times that they've had kids. They've only had sex with a lot of people but once. Yeah. I've thought about that, too. When I, yeah. when I was, because when I was your age, I had a long-term girlfriend. Yeah. And I was going, well, I haven't had many case but man i've been having sex like three times a day every day for the last like two years that's a Mm -hmm. fucking lot of sex when you add it up yeah you know the 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 experience is still there Mm -hmm. it it really is just you know yeah there's experiences there but also just like people just rumors too like it just it just triggers me so much i just don't i just don't understand it's like people just get so mad and they get so butthurt and like upset they're like this person had sex so much i cannot i I cannot interact with them like they're doing what they were literally born to do how dare they (laughs) yeah right it's just i don't know like my friend you'd be like bitch a hundred years ago you'd be married right now literally with kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i don't understand i don't get why people care so much about somebody else's sex life they're literally just having sex like why like my friend Karis, literally just the other day, this girl randomly messaged her and was like, um, get a life. And she was like, what? And she was like, I heard you send nudes. You're a whore. And she was like, why are you looking at my nudes? Like, why don't you do something else with your time? You know what I mean? Like, read a book, go on a walk. What are the thoughts around, um, around like safe sex and and consent and things oh like that oh my god your... it's huge yeah it's huge like that's fucking great that's yeah, so it's great great people like people that i know will want to hook up with this guy or this girl whatever for so long for so long like years and they'll finally have a chance to and if they don't have a condom or whatever they're like no really yeah and wow. consent. if someone if someone found out if someone like did something without consent did something like that no one would speak to them anymore. That's legit reason to be shamed for something is is like mm-hmm. yeah, not getting consent. Yeah, I don't I don't care if somebody uh, molests somebody, somebody rapes somebody. I don't care if their lives gets ruined. Then, like if they you know not like you know what I mean. Like if they like get outed, if they get yeah, if people call the police. Like I like that's the one thing I don't care about. It's, yeah, like well, yeah, you made yeah. your bed, then lie in it. Yeah. It's thing. nice to know that the that consent and like and and being smart and safe about about sex is like a big part of the conversation in your yeah. your generation because 
it feels like something we created sometimes yeah you know? yeah yeah i've never i've never even thought about it like that variety but yeah it, it does feel like that it feels like we fucked it up so much that it's like it's now being passed mm-hmm. on to you guys to be like don't don't <laughs> do what we fucking did <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta do it better than we did yeah yeah, yeah. that's good to hear that's yeah nice. yeah everyone i don't know just you know the rumors thing i was thinking about it it's like why do you care Oh, you know, I just don't, I just, because gossip is literally addictive. It's literally yeah. chemical for your brain. And, and it's the easiest, it's the easiest form of like, of like, of trash communication. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the Jersey shore of communicating. Yeah. It's with the people, in you know? touch magazine at the checkout yeah. line at the grocery store. Yeah. I just don't understand why someone, if they tell you that they didn't do it, I don't understand why you have to like go out of your way just to talk to the people and be like, no, I know that, that they did. And it has to be like a topic of a conversation. Like, why does it matter? Mm. Like, if, because yeah, yeah. You know probably I mean? because it gives them the person who holds the gossip is like, has this jewel or something. Mm-hmm. This like, privilege that they it's like you know it's so fake and it's so i would say though the one thing that like uh, hearing you say that that that's a huge thing in 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 what you're growing up in makes Mm -hmm. sense we we grew up in it too Mm -hmm. but the the thing that makes me feel kind of like at ease about your situation Mm -hmm. is just knowing i'm like aware that yeah a that you're aware and b that like i know sophia has the ability to when you start to like get older and start to go through those transitions of like what mm-hmm. do friendships mean and who's important to me in my life mm-hmm. you are you're going to have that that wherewithal to go all right this person is toxic mm-hmm. i don't need them in my life mm-hmm. this person is valuable to me and mm-hmm. i need them in my life and if any of my friends ever if i ever felt judgment in my friends for having sex with somebody they would i would just mm-hmm. not associate myself with them i think that everybody should just be empowering each other like with that girl that posted about my friend Bella I messaged her and I was like I think that like maybe we should just not drag down girls and we should just empower each other yay mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. does that make sense it yeah totally yeah. makes sense yeah yeah I'm really impressed by that about what I've seen with you and and your friends and like it seems like such a tough time to navigate through growing up and to see you come out kind of on you know like I'm sure you have your hard days and whatnot yeah. but like to come out with like like some sort of direction and some sort of like moral compass and strength is really I'm so glad oh my god I'm so glad I love my friends I'm so lucky to have made these friends here yeah well you wouldn't have if you weren't also an outstanding person you know they adore you um, I have a question about your long-term relationships uh, okay. because you've had a few and like totally you said, you don't talk about this. Well, we don't have to get like into specific people, but no, I won't like say names obviously because like I want to promote this. I don't want them to be like, she exposed me. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, right. like, Are you in a relationship right now? Who had the biggest no. penis? No, I'm just You're kidding. Not? I'm just kidding. I have the answer. But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just I will, kidding. It was my second boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So he knows, yeah. He knows. He knows who he is. He's very proud of it. <laughs> but do you, like, how do Shows did... it to everybody. Everybody, while, and while we were dating, too. <laughs> very proud. Totally fine. It's all love, no hard feelings. Okay, that wasn't the question I was going <laughs> to ask. Sorry, I just had to put it out there. Um, I wanted to ask, like, how did you, did you have communication about sex? Like, once you started... Okay, wait. So, 
your first relationship mm-hmm. that you lost your virginity in, mm-hmm. then when you got into your second relationship, did you jump into the sexual part of it more quickly or did you still take some time? Or? Um, he was a virgin too. Okay. So I'm uh, not too. Well, the first one was a virgin too, but the second one was a virgin. Yeah. And um, we actually were dating before and we knew each other for a while. And so you guys were holding hands. At yeah. Least. Holding hands. Yeah. But that, it wasn't, I wouldn't really call it like a relationship. You know what I mean? Like it was just, he wanted to lose his virginity and then he did. And then he was like. Oh, and then he left. Yeah. It's fine. Got it. It happens. This is a guy with the big dick? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I thought that was number two. Um, oh, no, that was just was number two. Boyfriend. That was just number two. That was one three, and a half. I've only had three like super serious that I've dated okay. for yeah. months. That was really number two friends. relationship. You, yeah. you were just talking about number two, like hanky panky. Yeah, like I've, um, the first one was the longest. Um, the second one was super long as well, like 10 months. And then the most recent one was the shortest, but the biggest. So wait, right, the me. most recent one, because last time I saw you, which wasn't that long ago, yeah, you introduced me to your last one uh, yeah. via uh, FaceTime. Like FaceTime. Yeah. So you guys broke up. Yeah, we did. Now, that doesn't surprise me because he lives in, like, what, fucking North Carolina or something? Yeah, he lived pretty far away, but um, he that's, was really worth it to me. Yeah? That's yeah. got to be tough, though. Like, that, long distance is hard. Yeah. No matter, no matter when. Um, and there's lots of things you can do to, like, you know, to yeah. b- build that up and to make it worth your time yeah. and to get through it. But fuck me, long distance at, at 15, 16 years old? Like, yeah. that, to me, that I'm, I'm like, how does that no, last? No, I, I was totally fine with doing it i had no problems because i just he was like the first person that i genuinely could be confident about saying that i was in love with you know what i mean like he just something about him we just got along so well and um even though that he lived far away i just didn't care it's like i thought that was going to be temporary i thought that we were going to be together for the longest time like post-secondary for me so i could just see him whenever i wanted after high school um and it wasn't hard we had the best relationship until I moved here and something just happened and we just, it just didn't work out something. Did he break up with you? It was kind of mutual. I just told him, I asked him, um, I just didn't feel like I was being treated the way I deserved to be treated. And then he said, I can't I feel like I can't love you the way that you deserve. And then we broke up and then we were still friends. And then, then something, then we just kind of just drifted away and stopped talking. It happens. I wish all relationships could like end like that. I mean, that well, sounds pretty perfect. I mean, well, you know, like yeah. the friend thing is even great to like keep the communication, but God, that sounds just so like. Yeah, it was definitely hard. It wasn't so as mature. easy as like I'm saying, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't as like easy as I make it seem, but um, I'm. But there's a maturity there. Yeah, there's a maturity there. There's a wisdom me. to going. I, I'm not being loved the way I need to be. Yeah. I don't think I can love you the way you need to be. Yeah. I wasn't okay, then expecting let's him to break up with me though. I was expecting him to work through it with yeah, me. You were oh, like, yeah. You're like, fight for my heart. No. And we'll see. Yeah. Not even like fight for my heart. I was just like, I just wanted to know if like these things could change. Like, could you just not do this? And then I guess it just, you know, it was too much. Some people just can't. Too much to ask. Yeah. Too much to ask, I guess. Um, but I so mean, when was it? Because this would have been recent. When was this? This was, God, like not even a month ago, I don't think. And what's like, what's life been since? Since, um, I've was really sad and I didn't talk to anybody and I've tried to move on still, but something in me is just not letting me. Like I was literally just with somebody and he would come over like you met him. He came over all the time. He would help my friends fix their car. He like liked me so much. And, um, 
yeah we were like together and we were like i was like you know what you know this is gonna be the person that's that i'm gonna move on with i am gonna like him and i'm gonna tell myself that i like him and that means that i do like him but i just didn't and we we were just meant to be best I friends you know what i mean yeah. have done that as an adult yeah <laughs> like yeah not that you're not an adult but like yeah Man, no, you're not amazing. an adult. You're a minor. You technically you're you're not an adult. Yeah. Yeah, you're a young adult, but you're yeah. not an adult. I feel like an adult. You sound I have a mentality like an as an adult. adult. Yeah. Wow, that's really uh, that's a lot. That takes yeah. a lot of uh, self knowing. But the thing is, the reason why I'm so um, confident about saying that he's my first love is because with all my like with my first boyfriend, the one that I lost my virginity to, the one that I dated for like over a year. I started talking to the guy that I like I took his virginity. I started like n- like knowing I knew him and I started liking him 9 days after me and Trevor broke up. Oops, wow. I said his name, sorry Trevor, but he knows who he is. Obviously everybody that I know knows who took my virginity. But um yeah. But 9 days, you know what I mean? Like and I just moved on so easy. Yeah. And I've been able to move on so easily even with like my second huge relationship um probably like summer 2016 like around there like it was um we broke up like a f- few months we broke up in like february i believe yeah february and you tried March. to do long distance with him for a bit too right because you were in bc for a no second. that was with trevor oh, okay oh okay that was, that a tre- that was yeah. trevor that was the first one um and then you know i'm just gonna say i don't care about saying names everybody knows um so then the second big one was jesse and he um we did for a really long time and then it just didn't work out things happen you know um cheated on me it's fine um Fuck, it man it's so brutal well i've been cheated on in almost every single relationship i've ever been in is that a big part of like young relationships because your friends were talking about that the other day as well and i was like if someone if yeah. i had been in a serious relationship when i was your age which i guess i was and if i had been cheated on i feel like i feel like i would have just completely fallen apart yeah it's kind of the worst thing ever yeah and I've been cheated on in every single relationship I've ever been in, except for the last one, because we had an open relationship only on his side, though. Right. Um, because he said that it would make him happy. So I did it. But it didn't make me happy. But it's fine. It happens. It's, it's all good. But um, it's kind of the worst thing ever, just because you... Uh, uh, I'm going to cut in there for a second. That seems a bit... Uh, well, it's not like the worst thing ever, but not like the worst in a thing relationship. Ever, but, but also, it feels a little bit... Um, was it only on... Sorry. Uh, oh, we're talking I, about the open relationship on the other yeah, side? Oh, that's yeah, where yeah. you're going at. Yeah. Everybody gets super interested about that whenever I tell them. Well, it, because it's interesting. Yes, it is interesting. Is it... Was it both of your choices? Was it like you were like, well, I don't I don't want to see anybody else, but um, I can see that you want that, so you go for it? Or was, was it like it was, he, he wanted to see other people, but wasn't cool with you seeing other people? Um. Yeah, he wasn't cool with me seeing other people. See, that's manipulative not and not open. okay. Yeah, I realize that now he, um, uh, he just, I don't know. I feel like he did manipulate me in a way because he also made everything seem like it was my fault. Yeah. Uh, like I'm just because I know we're putting this fucking episode out and you're going to have a bunch of your 16 year old friends listen to yeah, this you know, but for the thing all is, of is you that people listening. That's not how open relationships work. This actually makes me really happy that we're talking about this because I feel like I don't, he, like, we don't follow each other on any social media. We aren't in each other's lives. But I feel like if he does hear this, he's finally going to, like, realize. But you so, should send it to him. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I'll send him a link. I'll be like, yo, listen to this. But, um, if you're listening, hey. <laughs> um, how you doing? Hope it, I wish you the best. Hope everything's good. Your music is still good. 
um anyways no but um he it's just so hard to like i don't even know because we were just so good it was the best relationship ever until i moved here (laughs) and then when i was here i flew out to north carolina to see him and i had a rule i was like you can't talk to any other girls while i'm there because i want to like I want to be the only one that you're talking to. Like within the open, like romantically. Yeah, yeah romantically. Yeah, no, of course, obviously. Yeah, friends, off, I don't care. Um, but um, I was going to say, no, yeah. So like we had a rule that like he couldn't talk to anybody else while I was there because I want him to be loyal to me for the week that I was there, which is understandable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. more than beyond understandable. Okay. Yeah. And then we also had a rule even when I was away that it was not like romantic it was just sexual right because i was his girlfriend i'm giving him the attention that he needs in that way but since i'm far away i can't give him anything that you know what i mean so like if you feel if he goes to a party and somebody random but he can't like be with them you emotionally know what I mean? emotionally no holding hands no no, no like I'm, no, I'm no oh, cutie I'm, I'm cutie yeah, yeah no like stuff. comments on instagrams like nothing yeah. that i could see and also yeah. he wouldn't i asked him just to never be open with me about it never tell me about it just no dates you know like no like taking her to the movies you know like whatever like no um and just random sex yeah whatever and that was fine with me um and then he his best friend hooked him up with his girlfriend's best friend who he was with all the time and and i found out about this because um he removed me from all social media and i was like why like also like a thing that i wanted was for him to t- tell them that he was in an open relationship yeah and be open with them mm-hmm. about it because like if and if they weren't comfortable hooking up with somebody that had an open relationship then he could just go on to the next you know what i mean like he should like i just didn't really want him to like care that much about somebody like other than me if that makes sense you know yeah. what i mean like mm-hmm. um and but then so he hooked up with this girl and he didn't want me he turned off his comments on instagram so i couldn't comment on his photos because he didn't want this girl seeing it because he didn't want oh he he had a new girlfriend yeah he was with her and then me and him were in the car together while i was there and his the girlfriend not his not um the guy's new thing and they weren't actually like together it's just she thought that they were but obviously he made her feel that way um she didn't just make that up yeah and then um his best friend's girlfriend saw us in the car together and messaged his best friend and was like who is in the car with Connor? Tell me now. Like, I need to find out who she is. Like, who is she? Who is she? Who is she? And I got so sad because I was like, we're like, I'm, I'm your girlfriend. I'm the one that's been there for you. I'm the, I'm the one who's like, you've called in the middle of the night. I'm the one who's helped you. I'm the one who's, I'm your girlfriend. I'm, but, but we can't even meet in the car together without another girl getting mad at you for being with me. Mm-hmm. And it made me so sad. And I, you know, I was in the car and my legs slightly turned this way and I wasn't facing him anymore. And I was just going like this, being kind of quiet. And, um, he got so mad at me for being sad. He's like, well, it's not my fucking fault. Like, 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 why are you getting sad? And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like, it just made me sad. And then he was like, well, don't fucking be sad. Like, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. And then he like got this car, got the car slammed the door. Like, and then we went to the mall and he was just like yelling at me for being sad super defensive he was super, defensive. super defensive and then he had this girl best friend and obviously totally fine i have guy best friends but he didn't want me to be friends with any guys yeah that's called gaslighting 
Yeah. And uh, I've been researching that a lot and it's the exact, it's exactly. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just a really shitty thing to do as a human. Yeah. And but we do it sometimes even without knowing. Sometimes doing without it. knowing it. Yeah. And, and in his, and in his defense, he might've, that might've been the case. But it's the way he's yeah. raised kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. And hope let's, let's all hope mm-hmm. that he learns. Yeah. He might not, to be honest with you, he probably didn't no, learn from that mistake in the he, situation that you guys were yeah, in. Yeah. Genuinely didn't think he did anything no. wrong. When I would tell him that he did that, he'd be like, I never did that. Yeah. Like, well, he'd, he'd be like, you're crazy. Like, well, he, he never ever called me crazy, but he was like, he, I would explain the situation that just happened. I'm like, so this happened and then now you're doing this. And yeah. he's like, no, like, that never happened what i mean like yeah it, it well so that so i think it's like safe to say that that wasn't healthy and that was like no, no that's just that's just not end. how no. uh open relationships work that's not how yeah. you know consensual non-monogamy works that that's just manipulation and gaslighting and, and shitty behavior um and maybe he'll learn from that maybe he won't maybe he'll always be an asshole and if he's listening right now you better fucking <laughs> shape up kid get your shit together and stop being such or a Uncle little jeremy's dick. gonna come that's right I'll to a hop on a flight come, no. i've been to north carolina before i don't <laughs> way around raleigh you little bitch um, <laughs> no i'm i'm sure like he doesn't really know now but i feel like i really do feel like in the future he's gonna be with somebody who does what he does and acts what he does, he's yeah. finally going to realize it, or yeah. maybe not, you know? Maybe but, not. But I just know that no one will ever, like, treat him the way that I did, in the sense that I never got mad at him, and I just, like, I just tried to help him and support him and help him with his demons that my, he had. My question for you is, do you feel like, in going through that, do mm-hmm. you feel like you learned a lesson in, like, in being able to to identify and spot when something yeah. like that is happening and going, yeah, you know, this, well, is, this is actually not okay. notice it from my past relationships too that weren't always healthy. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm super observant and I see things. Like when we were in the car and I was message, messaging like my best guy friend and he got mad at me because there was a heart next to his name and screamed at me when he was literally like planning on getting like matching tattoos with his best girl with his best girlfriend and I'm totally fine with that it's obviously a, not big, a big deal but the fact oh another thing too is that he had a so he didn't let me have guy friends he didn't want me talking to guys um he didn't want me being friends with any of the guys that I had been with ever or even kissed and I didn't really care because I don't talk to them anyways but <laughs> still like there shouldn't be no restraint and I told him that he could talk to whoever he wanted. You know what I mean? But he was um, best friends with this girl. But I told him to be honest with me. You know what I mean? Like, just be honest with me. But he was best friends with this girl that he had dated and, like, slept with multiple times and, like, been with um, and just didn't tell me about it. And then when I asked him about it, I didn't get mad ever at all. Never. But I would just be like, oh, like, why didn't you tell me? And then he would just be like, oh, I don't know. And then something would happen where like uh, he would like uh, I don't even know how to explain it it was he would just like put her he would treat her better than he treated me like I, if I had a problem I asked him about it he would send something super short but with her he would send her like a paragraph helping her you know what I mean like talking her through it he was just like I just felt like he loved her in a way and that kind of sounds weird for me to say but it's harder it's easier to like see that in person just because they've been together um, they were together and then he wasn't giving me attention as his girlfriend, but he was giving this person 
the attention that mm-hmm. I like the, the only thing that I was asking for. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like and then whenever I would bring it up, he would get so mad at me. Like so mad at me and super defensive and I would be bawling my eyes out and he just wouldn't care and he wouldn't say anything. I would be bawling. My hands my hands would be like on my heart. I'd look at him and I'd be like, "Can you see how much I'm hurting right now?" Like and like can you just look in my eyes and just see how much pain I'm in? And he just would turn his computer and start mixing his music and he wouldn't say anything. Yeah, that I find, um, you know, maybe he'll grow up and look yeah. back on that and be like, he did love this girl that was his friend. And that's and fine. There's different kinds of love. Yeah, of course. There is. And I've noticed that too in, in relationships. Sometimes when somebody needs some sort of emotional support from me, it's much harder for me to give it mm-hmm. than if I'm just naturally feeling given giving mm-hmm. if someone's feeling needy from me mm-hmm. I'm more likely to shut down yeah than I have to just offer it and I've never been like needy you know what I mean like I've always just been like I'm your girlfriend I just want you to like act like you care about me mm-hmm. yeah and I I didn't mean to call you call no you no needy, no of course not. but we have our moments yeah. where we're vulnerable mm-hmm. and we need support yeah and but the like, way your partner shows up in those moments mm-hmm. is really, really important. Yeah, I just think that, like, when I th- just this is an announcement for anybody that's in a relationship. PSA. Yeah, PSA. When your girlfriend asks you for reassurance, asks you for reassurance, in reassure what for reassurance, um, in any way, just give it to her. You know what I mean? Like, if I was like, oh, who's this girl? Just instead of being like, why the like, why the fuck do you care? Yeah. Like, like, don't don't accuse me of something when you have no proof. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, just don't get super. Like, just be like, just be like, she's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest. Just be honest and open always. Why is it so scary to be honest sometimes about those things? Because I've noticed that similar thing is like, if uh, I'm in a relationship and somebody texts me and I and I'm like, fuck, that's a person I used to have a relationship with. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally platonic friends. But if this person that I'm with right now sees this person's name on my phone over my shoulder, they're, they're going to blow up. They're going to have a feeling about it. Yeah. And I want to avoid that, even though it's Lord totally- knows if they ask you about it. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. If, like, if they ask you about it, I think that they, the person that's texting the ex would just be like, I don't know. They're just like, they're just be honest. Like they're messaging me and we decided to become friends. But. Yeah, you know that you're the only person, and if they they are the only person, it's like you're the only person that yeah I want. And then, like if at the beginning with this girl that he was talking to his best friend, if at the beginning he was just like, I feel no, I feel nothing for her, she's just my friend, I would have never brought it up again, and yeah. I can say that super confidently, I would have never brought it up again. Yeah, man, I gotta say, I was a little bit nervous about going into this episode. Uh, also, it's five oh five, guys. Oh yeah, we got oh, yeah, to go go get to bar class. I'm trying to be fit so I can show all my ex boyfriends that <laughs> I <laughs> am just getting better. So she's trying to get her glutes <laughs> yeah. blasted. Moving on up. After her... every breakup, my butt just keeps on getting bigger. That's right. Blasted <laughs> glutes in bar class, uh, and it's not from my grandmother's <laughs> advice to just keep eating. Well, no, no. I, it's I wa- to feel the burn. I wanted to say before before we do wrap this up, I, I do want to say I th- I was going into this conversation. Feeling a little hesitant because you're my niece mm-hmm. and because uh, because of all that. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, like you're 16 and it was kind of like, oh, God, what are we, we going to talk about? <laughs> but you know what? I got to say, this is one of the 
the more enlightening and wise conversations I think we've had on the podcast in a long time. Oh. And I'm I I am very impressed. That is why Thank I was you. so excited to have this conversation. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I think you are turning out to be a fucking lovely young woman. Oh. And I think you have a bright future ahead of you in Get terms of sexuality and relationships. If anybody knows me, they know the exact position that I'm doing. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I do this every single time someone compliments me. Uh, thank you, Soph. Yeah, thanks, thanks for this. Soph. Always. Yeah. I and just wanted to say that I, no matter who has hurt me, I will literally be there for them if they message me, no matter what they have done to me. I just love everybody and I love everyone still. I will always love everybody that I've ever loved. Even my best friends. Such a fucking thing for a daughter of Tara McLean to say. <laughs> She's God. a love monster. We are all love monsters. Yeah. Every firstborn McLean woman is a love monster. <laughs> Be careful, and world. be careful. Friday. Yeah, look at. <laughs> I'm not that much of a love monster. But She's a love monster. Yeah, for you are. You're, you ways. are in your own ways. I have my my crotchety own, own loving ways. She yeah. says, "I love you." But can you get me some bacon egg bites from Starbucks next time you go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how she says, "I love you." Uh, well, thanks again, Soph. No problem. And thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, uh, an episode, probably not nearly as special, but Could, it'll be good, oh. I'm sure. Oh, I'm so touched. And uh, in the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating or review, and hit the subscribe button. Um, and if you want to support us, we actually we could really use the support. You could go over to www.patreon.com slash turn me on. Fucking nail it, babe. And uh, you can get exclusive content there. And, and basically, that, that crowdfunding just goes towards uh, giving us the ability to get travel. together. When we're going to be apart naturally well, for like six this, weeks. Well, like this, you're on Prince Edward Island, yeah. yeah. Or for us to travel to your city. We really want to come to your city and. I'm just going to say this. I probably place. shouldn't say this because nothing's been confirmed, but I'm just going to put it out there. Because sometimes. I have no idea what you're going to say. Sometimes when you put things out into the universe, they Surprise just. Surprise me. Tend to happen. Uh, I just did a live show in Ottawa. Oh, yeah. For Sick Boy. Yeah. Went fucking real well. Yeah. They really like us there. And uh, My listen to Sick Boy. Word on the street is that they want us to come to Ottawa for Can a we, live show. We have a lot of fans in Ottawa. We do. And I, and specifically, Algonquin College. Ooh, really? Anyway, just putting that out there. I'll have to talk to <laughs> Alice in my contact. We'll see how many of our Algonquin listeners uh, sign up for us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 